The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. What is your per capita income? Your, your, your per capita income. Your per capita income now is about $3,000 a year. That's your per capita income. Of course, compared with Tanzania, you are a giant. But you are poor. <laughs> you are poor. When you begin to use that money, this is arithmetic. This is simply arithmetic. If you divide the world country eh, for the population, of course, everybody gets $3,000. But not, not everybody in this country is getting $3,000. That would be a miracle, boy. <laughs> so that is simply arithmetic. So when you begin to use that wealth, Mr. President, and I know you are trying to address the legacy of apartheid, you have no money. You're still different from Tanzania, but you have no money. You're still more powerful. So for Tanzanians and the others to say, you know, South Africa's big brother, they must not throw their weight. What kind of weight? And in any case, this would be positive weight, not the negative weight of Africa. So this is a different Africa. So I'm saying this Africa now is changing. Neocolonialism is being fought, I think, more effectively. We have a new leadership in Africa which is going to fight neocolonialism more effectively. And I believe the one region which can lead this fight is our region. After the end of apartheid, and after South Africa joining SADC, this area of Africa is a very solid area of Africa. It's an extremely solid area. It's strong, it has serious leaders. These leaders know one another. I know it because I know where some of them have come from. (laughs) They have a habit of working together. Mr. President, let them work together. Deliberately, this should be a serious decision to work together. Why? You have no other choice. You have absolutely no other choice. People. South Africa, because of your infrastructure, you can attract more, more investment from Europe, from North America, than Tanzania can. Fine. Use your capacity to get as much, as much investment as you can. That's good. But then don't be isolated from the rest of Africa. Well, that was former late president of Tanzania, Julius Nyerere, addressing South Africa's parliament on the 16th of October in 1997. It was under Nelson Mandela's presidency. And of course, Tanzania being one of the frontline states that played a crucial role again in the struggle for liberation. Joining us on the line today is the Honorable Major General Hodens Salim Malanzi, who is Tanzania's high Commissioner to South Africa. Good morning and thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much and uh, happy Freedom Day to (laughs) you and uh, our brother and sister in South Africa. Thank you so much for that. What does Freedom Day mean to you as the High Commissioner of Tanzania to South Africa? But I suppose also, uh, you know, understanding the kind of role that Tanzania would have played contributing to us being able to be where we are today. Now, this is a great day uh, to not only to our brothers and sisters in South Africa, but uh, to all of us, and especially to all of us who, who took part in the, uh, in the struggle. Uh, if you had a reminder that uh, uh, we've passed through uh, a very hard time, and we are now in a new uh, era, and um, Tanzania participated there. 
um, in the in the struggle. Uh, so it's it's really a great day, uh, not only to uh, to our brothers and sisters in South Africa, but also to all of us, um, uh, those who took part in the liberation struggle. Mm. What are the, what are some of the specific things that you are reflecting on uh, today, especially when it comes to the kind of role and relationship that South Africa and Tanzania have enjoyed? Yeah, some of the the the, the contribution uh, I relate to the, the contribution of um, of Tanzania uh, to to the liberation struggle and. Uh, not only to uh, to South Africa, uh, but also to uh, to the region as a as a whole. But uh, the in case of uh, South Africa, for instance, uh, to understand the role of Tanzania, one would uh, wish to go back to 1960s. Uh, that is when um, uh, when everything started. Uh, you would recall uh, the the terrible Shaperville massacre of mm. of 1960 and the burning of AMC and PSC, and uh, most important when um, the the military wing of the AMC was launched, uh, the control is Suze. Um, the that is when um, uh, the AMC and the PSC was forced to take arms, and they were forced to go outside. Now the place where they went actually uh, uh, Tanzania, and Tanzania allowed the liberation movement to to operate in so, and also became a very important uh, contact point and the transit uh, for the, uh, uh, the the freedom fighters who were in uh, exile. So it was Tanzania was uh, for most of the freedom fighters it was uh, a springboard and a board and a holding area for all the MK cadres. Uh, to undertake military training, and for some of those who went outside uh, Tanzania, um, they at that time would record during the Cold War most of the uh, the training in the GDR, uh, Democratic Republic of Germany, Soviet Union, Egypt. They all Algeria. They all passed. They to pass through uh, Tanzania, and the people would recall in Tanzania. Um, uh, late Comrade Oliver Tambo in 1960 came to Dar es Salaam, but also in 61. Also, even the um, uh, uh, comrade Nelson Mandela uh, visited Tanzania. Mm. He was also issued with the uh, travel doc- documents because actually they traveled as uh, as now uh, uh, not South Africans, but actually to travel as uh, at that time uh, Tanganyika, Tanganyikans. Um, so they traveled to other countries uh, between to seek uh, diplomatic support. So at that time, they were actually traveling uh, with the uh, documents, Tanzanian uh, documents. But the big number of freedom fighters that came actually in 1962, uh, when the MK uh, established the first camps, I'm glad there. Yeah, you also talked to uh, the great statesman, uh, His Excellency uh, Chisano, who mentioned about Congo. Mm. So the MK uh, started with the Congo and Morogoro, uh, but also Mbea, uh, Bagamoyo, and I'm glad to, to note that actually when. Uh, 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 His Excellency President Ramaphosa visited Tanzania last year. He also visited uh, Bagamoyo. Uh, Bagamoyo. Um, so those were the the, uh, the training uh, camps. Morogoro, and I'm talking of Morogoro. Actually, even before Mazimbu, I know you, most people know Mazimbu, but there was also uh, it was Morogoro, the camp. And for most ANC cadres 
would recall very vividly, uh, very much, the 1969 Morogoro Conference. Yes, and and, and, and it's a conference that is referenced quite a lot, even in, in, you know, contemporary South Africa today. The watershed moment often is, as as the ANC goes through its own cycles of change. Actually, the, the, best, <laughs> the best document after the Freedom Charter. Mm, yes. Mm, yes. Mm. Yeah, so the, this is what I, I, I recall. And in fact, let me also uh, say... Um, it was not only ANC, but in Tanzania we received uh, freedom fighters from other liberation movements, apart from ANC, BC, we had also ZAPU and ZANU, uh, uh, SWAPO from Namibia, mm. uh, FRELIMO from uh, Mozambique, uh, who were, uh, yeah, and the MPLA uh, from Angola. But the most important uh, is the Tanzania was the headquarters of OAU Liberation Committee. And I'm sure some will still recall, in 1962, African states at the summit in Addis Ababa uh, resolved to speed up liberation struggle and establish a liberation committee. And Tanzania was chosen as its headquarters. I think it was chosen because of its willingness, uh, commitment, and uh, stability. And uh, this is a committee that provided and coordinated all the material uh, support for the liberation movements during the uh, the 30 years, uh, 30 years of uh, uh, the uh, the, uh, the struggle. Just as I'm listening to you, um, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of interconnectedness interconnect- between ourselves as South Africa, but, um, you know, the countries that we have within the SADC region and just this level of cooperation that existed. Of course, we have official diplomatic channels through which uh, many of those relationships are allowed to continue. But in terms of general community and the society as, as a whole, do you think that those those ties have been maintained? Um, or is it something that has stayed among what would now be the political elite or the economic elite of our society? And ordinary people within all of these countries no longer have or have resonance w- with that link um, that that I suppose goes from so far back. I, I think the, the link has been uh, maintained. Um, of course, there are some challenges, and, and I, would, I would want to recall um, what Nyerere uh, had once said, that uh, the, the generation, uh, his generation had actually achieved uh, one goal, and that is political liberation of Africa. Uh, but uh, the next generation must take up uh, to, the next gener- uh, to the next goal. And these goals, there are many. So there are challenges. Uh, but I think it, by and large, we, we, we have tried to, uh, to, to, to maintain the link. You'd see, you know, we started as a frontline state. Uh, we came with the SADC, the two, two C's, uh, that uh, coordination conference, and now with the SADC. And you could see that link, that historical link is still there. Remember the frontline states initially had started with the only Tanzania, Botswana, and Zambia, mm. but later, 1970, by Angola and Mozambique. I think when Mozambique got its independence in June, and um, Angola that same year, and then Zimbabwe, 1980, and then Namibia, 1990. Uh, to me, I, I, I see uh, um, that link is still, is still, still there. I think even at, uh, at different. Uh, 
um, uh, level. And um, uh, speaking about uh, Tanzania being the High Commission of uh, Tanzania to uh, South Africa, the link between South Africa, um, we are still always the friends, I should say. I know that this is a, a difficult question or, you know, a, a complex question to put to somebody, especially in, in your position. But in, in, in one of his interviews, um, President Chisano had said that victory for one of the states in, in, in Africa was seen as, as a victory for all, whether it was against colonialism, imperialism, or even just the struggle against apartheid in, in, in South Africa. And when you reflect on where we are today, do you think that South Africa has lived up to the hope or the expectations of what a post-democratic South Africa would be? Um. Uh, I would still say, uh, you, you know, we still continue with the, uh, with the struggle. Uh, I don't think there's any question, any country that would claim that it is it has already reached uh, there. Uh, I'm aware of the challenges. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's, 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 um, we have achieved really political liberation um, of our countries. And uh, I think the next goal really is economic care. Uh, um, uh, economic goals, uh, economic liberation, and uh, no one, we, we, everybody said, everybody was aware that uh, liberation struggle was going to be even more difficult than the uh, economic struggle was going to be even more difficult than any uh, political struggle. So I can't say that we're already there. There are still some challenges. We still have a lot to, to do. And I think we need to support. We need to support those who are uh, the government. And, uh, of course, for the countries, we need to, uh, to cooperate so that we achieved uh, the ultimate goal, and which was the economic uh, liberation. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you mentioned the fact that there are challenges in terms of the similarities that you can see between South Africa and Tanzania. What would you say are some of the similarities in those challenges that are being faced by both countries? The, uh, of course, the uh, similarities is, uh, uh, is that the, the, the government, uh, those who are in power, uh, they always now concentrate on on people. They they, they try, to, uh, despite the challenges, but you could see attempts being done uh, that to concentrate uh, on uh, on on giving better condition to the people. Uh, no success success is not is not yet there, uh, but at least the attempt you could see is there. So this is one of the the, the similarities that I see. That yes, we've achieved uh, the political uh, political independence, uh, but we are still all, I think, struggling uh, to make sure that we have better life for uh, for everybody. The Honourable Major General Gordons Salim Milanzi, Tanzania's High Commissioner to South Africa. Let me thank you so much for your time and for reflecting on Freedom Day and most importantly, the role of the frontline states in ensuring that uh, South Africa is able to be where it is. And that history is so important because... 
you know, one just has to think about what it means for us to still be able to maintain some of the historic relationships that we we have had with not just, um, you know, officials in our neighboring countries, but just ordinary people who are coming from the rest of the region. You know, South Africa was never operating as a, a pariah, at least not in terms of the struggle for liberation. Yes, at the time of sanctions that were imposed on the apartheid government, it was very much turned into a pariah state. But the reality is that our liberation has been fought very hard for, and it wasn't anything that was done independently. There was a collaborative effort, and we need to remember that because I think it should influence how we treat the descendants of those who are part of those of that struggle, right? The people who open their doors to our grandmothers, to our grandfathers. How do we treat their grandchildren today? And is there justice in, in, in the way that sometimes we respond to, yes, the very real uh, challenges that we face on the ground, but are we being pro, uh, proactive? Are we taking a more conciliatory approach or is how we're responding damaging perhaps even the foundation that have the foundations that have been there that in in some respect have actually been quite good and have left a lot for us to build on in terms of the legacy of what this continent can ultimately be. All right, it's just gone 10 o'clock. Nomsam uh, Duli is standing by with your latest 10 o'clock news. In fact, after that little speech, it's just after 10 o'clock. Nomsam, good, good morning to you.